1: have a seat right here in that blue chair
2: that blue chair right there. The ladies here to come talk to you going will be cool yes, sir okay ma'am. all right. This is 30 year old Al Mutahan McLean. On December 13, 2019, McLean called 911 claiming his son, 10year old Dakota Collins wasn't breathing. Operators gave McLean instructions on how to perform CPR, but he was unable to get the boy breathing again. Paramedics arrived to find Dakota completely unresponsive and transported him to a local hospital where he was later pronounced dead. Initial examination of the body showed obvious signs of abuse, so McLean was arrested and brought in for questioning.
3: What's going on? I'm Detective Sloss. Detective Press is going to be coming in in a minute, too. Here we go. Okay. So, have you ever been raised race before? Yeah. You have? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, spell your first name for me.
1: A-L-M-U-T-A-H-A-N.
3: M-E-T-A-H-A-N? No.
1: no, A-L-M-U-T-A-H-A-N. Can I please have some water? I ain't had water in six, seven hours,
3: please. Yes. We'll get you water in one minute. Somebody probably grab it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, today is December thirteenth,
2: two thousand nineteen. I can no, no, no.
1: buy it. I'll send
2: Just brought you some water.
1: Can I can get a photo on my lip. we'll,
2: we'll take care of it.
0: Like water.
4: Open.
1: Hey you let us know if you guys want to cuss off.
4: I'm only pouring a little bit because I'm trying not to choke you. I don't want to just try. Okay, all
3: right. okay. so A-L M-U-T-A-H-A-N. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Okay. What's your last name?
1: Uh, McLean. How do you spell? M-C-L-E-A-N.
3: Okay, what's your date of birth?
1: 401. 809.
3: And your SOG? Perfect.
1: Okay.
3: So yeah, it's December 13th, 2019. It is currently 936 at night. And we are at 335 West Third Street, which is our safety building. Okay? we are gonna be interviewing you in regards to the crime of a homicide,
1: okay? Homicide, that's like premeditated.
3: Hmm. Homicide's kind of a catch-all for somebody that died more than likely not of natural causes. Makes sense? Yeah. So it kind of covers a lot of things. It could but be murder, it, it could be...
1: That's the thing, I don't know. I don't even know why my child is dead. You know I, I still don't know
3: if your child's dead
1: no they just told me he did but they didn't tell me what killed him or anything like that you hear me
4: so that's kind of what this opportunity is for it's for you to tell us there, right you were there we weren't
1: right so, so
4: that's this is once we go through your rights this is your opportunity to kind of tell us what happened today and okay. what how he died, how he became
3: unresponsive, because we weren't there. Right, right. Okay, so let her get through this portion of it with you real quick. Okay, Mr. Payne, I'm gonna have you read number one out loud for me.
1: I had a right to remain silent. Do not have to make any statements or answer any questions, anything I can't say, will be used
3: Okay, you have the right to remain silent. You do not have to make any statements or answer any questions, you understand?
1: Yes, I waive my rights.
3: Okay. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. Do you understand that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes? Yes, ma'am. You have the right to talk to a lawyer for advice before we ask you any questions and to have a lawyer with you during questioning. Do you understand? Yeah. If you do not have the money to hire a lawyer, a lawyer appointed by the court or a lawyer from the public defender's office will be provided to you before and during questioning without any cost to you. Do you understand? Yes? No. Okay. If you decide to answer questions now without a lawyer present, you will still have the right to stop answering at any time. You also have the right to stop answering at any time until you talk to a lawyer. Right. Okay. And you understand that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, waiver of rights, the above statement of rights has been read to me. I understand what my rights are. I am willing to make a statement and answer questions. I do not want a lawyer at this time. I understand and know what I am doing. No promises or threats have been made to me and no pressure or coercion of any kind has been
1: used against me. Okay. Do you know I don't want to agree to that right now. That man just bought me in my shit and told me I did it. So I don't, I thought that was a pressure right there. I wanted to speak immediately.
3: You
1: what? I said, I just, yeah, I feel like he pressured me. Okay.
3: But are you wanting to talk to us now? Do yes. you have that right? Yes, I do.
1: Okay. I want but is know. that
3: by choice?
1: Yes, I want to know what's going on. I want to know what happened to my child.
3: Okay, we want to know too. How many years of schooling did you complete?
1: Probably eight. Okay.
3: Okay, and you understand this, right? Mm-hmm. And you're willing to talk to us? Mm-hmm. And you understand you can stop at any time? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm well, just saying that I haven't threatened you, I haven't made you any promises, I haven't, none of that. You're talking of your own free will, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We want you to tell us, because we weren't there, what happened today.
2: The detective simply asks, what happened today? An intentionally open-ended question. McLean then tells detectives about Dakota's typical behavior, saying he often harms himself, plays rough, refuses normal food, jumps out of windows, eats his own waste, etc., in an attempt to explain his child's injuries and evidence found at their home. He says that this kind of behavior has been going on for around 8 years, so while the behavior may be alarming to them, he claims this is normal for him. He believes that if he can convince detectives that the child died as a result of his own behavior, McLean will not be held responsible. However, the more he tries to push this narrative, the more he strengthens the case for criminal negligence, as he would have allowed this behavior to continue under his supervision. Possibly knowing this, he also stresses how tired he is, claiming he hasn't slept in days as a result of Dakota's behavior, and reiterates how long this has been happening for so he can use this explanation later when he's inevitably asked why he didn't do more to stop the behavior or get Dakota help.
1: Well, this is what happened. I ain't slept in about three days, right? The kid keep falling down the stairs, keep knocking his head around. Uh, It looked like something was wrong with his stomach last night that I noticed. And uh, I gave him some water to throw up. You know what I mean? I had him drink, like several cups of water because it looked very odd normal and i know that uh he used to eat in his own shit. so i just wanted to make sure that he was okay so uh they drunk the water and that was it and uh i i guess he goes back upstairs and acting out some more i mean jumping off the banister uh shitting everywhere pissing everywhere the usual might i add i've been dealing with this for probably like since he was two years old he been doing this. Yeah. And uh so I've been very tired. I ain't slept in three days, so I'm just sitting there and uh here he come rolling down the stairs again, ba doom ba So uh I tell him to go back upstairs. A little while later I go up there, I see a stick in his ass, like a chair leg. So I ask him, What is he doing? and he's just steady you know what I mean? This steady doing what he do. This ain't the first time he tried something like that. So uh, I see blood on the ground and I asked him to pull it out. You know what I mean? Blood squirted immediately. Now I'm freaking out. I'm like, hurry up, you need to get downstairs so I can get you in the shower. You know what I mean? And see what's going on. <clears throat> so at the time, I didn't think nothing of it. I just see that he bruised up as usual seeing the old lady, he never thought he'd find any way, any type of way, anything to use, just to put a bruise on his body. So uh, as a parent, I just put him in the shower. I mean, I put him in the bathtub. They try to, uh, you know, get some of the swelling to go down or or whatever the situation may have been, you know, clean him up, make sure he was good. So uh, I'm sitting on the couch. He like, Dad, come here. No, he like, Dad, help. So I come up the stairs to help him, and that's when I noticed his body was cold, very, very, very cold. So I took him downstairs and tried to rinse him off, you know, to see if he had shake out of it, wake up. I mean, uh, I had no clue, of knowing that he was sick to that extent, or that uh, or yeah, or that that this is gonna go anywhere near this far. I mean, I just figured he was doing his normal acting out. I mean, he was kind of tweaking a little bit, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, as far as uh, just, you know, like this, uh, this is my way of describing it, you know, just like this. But this is something that he done pulled for many years. I mean, all the time, damn near every day, anytime you don't want to have his way, this is what he's pulling. Can't get him to eat his breakfast. He don't want to eat his breakfast. All you want to do is eat his feces, so. I'm like, all right, at this point, there's nothing I can do, but let him sit there and lay down, okay? So, uh, like I said, he said, Dad, help, and I came up the stairs. That's why I'm shocked as fuck right now. I'm not even in crying or nothing. I'm just, like, in shock, like, my child really did have, you hear me? Is what I don't understand. Now, I know them girls didn't do nothing to him and kill them. I mean, I just don't understand it. I'm very serious. That's where I'm at. I'm, it was shocking. Yeah. <laughs>
3: okay. Um. First of all, he had marks all over his body.
1: It's every day. Now, sometime I had to sank his behind just to prevent him from hurting himself. This boy jumped out the window before. Out, just straight out the window. There is no stopping him. I'm afraid. I've been telling people I was afraid. But at the same time, it was nothing I can do. And I mean, I can understand the fact that he had marks all over his body. You'd be surprised just to sit there and watch him do it. Or just to sit there and you could just be like, stop, or no, or don't, and he's gonna whack, he's gonna bam, he's gonna jump, he's gonna flip, he's gonna kick, we had stairs he was living up, he would kick him like that, you know what I mean? And kick him all kind of ways in the corner.
3: So he lived upstairs?
1: At times, yeah. we had times. Well at first he was living downstairs but uh the smell got too strong. Not only that, my little brother I just got custody of him probably like two years ago. I've been taking care of my little brother. Okay, so he been living with us. Do y'all have my little brother? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I'll just make sure he's alright. Okay, so uh yeah, my little brother started living with us, right? And the Wanna get aggressive with him and you know what I mean? Try to take his clothes off in front of him and stuff like that so i mean i had to protect him i had to just uh send dakota upstairs i mean the living environment it was fine it wasn't uh it was it was perfect actually when he went up there it didn't stink he had bed he had clothes he had everything he wanted but this is the point that i'm trying to make as a parent this how far this go like i uh i can't get a boy a blanket because if I give him a blanket, now he has marks all over his body from him pissing on himself and wrapping around his own blanket. You know what I mean? If he did that continuously, there would be rashes and you know, that's unsanitary, flat out. And and there ain't no way to keep a child like that clean that just gonna do what they wanna do no matter what, regardless. I mean, I had social services out there. I called the police. The police told me he was being unruly and that, uh. And that uh, when he got a little older, they'll be able to, you know, uh, put him in some type of juvenile center. And I mean, uh, this is the day after he jumped out the window. I mean, I'll be having, I'm traumatized every day. It's a new show. My child almost lost his foot. Here I am laying in the bed thinking he sleep. You know what I mean? I'm laying in the bed thinking he sleep. And uh, I hear bam, bam, bam at the door. If you're upstairs, what are you doing outside? So not only did he jump through a window, but the window he jumped through is probably a little bigger than the square. A big fella like that. Straight through it. I mean he's impressive. So uh like I said, he did that and uh it just went on and on and on and on. Like I said like I said, uh anytime that I put my hands on him, it was to keep him from hurting himself. And I mean, far as I wouldn't beat him with anything, I would just grab him and like, hey, enough's enough. Like, arms behind your back, like the police do. You know what I mean? It was never um, punch you in the eye or slam you or, you know what I mean? Never tried to do nothing out the way to so him, just to keep him from hurting himself. That was my biggest fear. And he just continued to hurt himself every day. I mean, he had food fresh food, clothes, all that, all he wanted to do is show out and tell me that he acting out and he, and there's nothing I can do about it and, uh, eat his piss and his shit every day. I feel like that could have been the cause right there. I mean, I'm not sure. Like I said, I just, it just hit me maybe like three days ago. Cause I mean, I literally have to watch him use the bathroom every day, you know, just to make sure he's using it there and not upstairs. But not only that, but every time I go up there, there's mountains of urine and mountains of feces all around, all around the room, the walls, everywhere. And I mean, i told the social services about uh, how he used to crack himself and hurt himself and all that. But I mean, they said when he turned 12 years old, I could have looked into getting him into this one program or one facility. He just turned, he would have turned 11. Three days from now, and like I said ma'am, I am shocked, right now, at this point, that he died. Never seen it
2: coming. This is an obvious juxtaposition. McLean spent the last several minutes describing how recklessly and destructively Dakota normally acts, implying that his death being caused by one of these routine behaviors would not be entirely unlikely. But then, he immediately says he never could have seen the death coming, which means he was either lying about Dakota's usual behavior, or he was completely oblivious to the point of criminal negligence resulting in death.
4: Three days from now your son
2: friends eleven? Yes, ma'am. Hmm.
4: What's his birthday?
2: The twenty-eighth.
1: What's today? okay yeah. Hmm. That today. was correct. Twenty-fifth? Yeah. Is today the twenty-fifth?
4: Yeah.
1: What is it? The thirteenth. Oh, Okay, I know that I wasn't aware of that either. I mean, that's how tired I am. This goes on for days and days and days. I mean, I've seen him flip the table. I mean, he got the, the table flipped over, sticking his butthole on the table. If you flip this thing upside down and knock this back off, that's just straight ride out. But that's, that's the kind of stuff he was into. I ain't never sexually harassed my child or do nothing like that, that's homophobic.
2: And I, I mean, that's homo, and I ain't far from gay, you know what I mean? Here, McLean says he's never sexually harassed his child, completely unprompted. He also says that he's far from gay, implying that he couldn't have done anything sexual with Dakota, not because he's the father, or because he was a child, but because they're both male. You'll see this line of reasoning come up a couple more times as we go through this interrogation. I never played with Dave private
1: parts you see my little brother correct healthy as an ox we give him the same treatment one just choose to eat his food and the other one chooses to eat his shit and I mean he got fed three four times a day he would take ten hours twenty hours to eat his food yep I mean it there it is twenty hours to eat a, a bowl of noodles how is he supposed to gain weight? or how is he supposed to be healthy, you know what I mean? Non-stop. So I'm dealing with that on top of the fact that now we ain't got no health insurance because he been got in trouble so damn much to the point where I can't leave the house for two minutes or not one minute without worrying about, is he killing himself, hurting itself, doing what he doing? I really don't know why my child is dead right now. I still don't know. And that's what I would like to know,
2: please. This is the first time McLean acknowledges explicitly that Dakota is dead, and the first time he asked detectives a question about what happened to him. He's been talking for the last 10 plus minutes straight, with minimal interjection from police.
3: Um, yeah, well, let me ask you this, he stayed upstairs? Did he stay up there? He stayed up there, right? When well, you were yep.
1: talking about him pooping and peeing and everything yeah. up there? Yeah. Like, but, locked but, up there? No, nah. nah uh-uh. We never locked him up there. Like, uh, the lot's been on the house since uh, we had the dogs when they were smaller. They would get into fights. We just never took the time to take them down, you know what I mean? But I, we got pit bulls there. And we ain't separated, made it be blood all over everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what the is for. Like, he would come down, I would invite him to watch TV. He's my son, he was handsome, he looked just like me. You know what I mean? And uh I would invite him to sit down and watch TV and this, that, and the third. And he would just shit and piss. I mean the smell was so loud, I can go up there and clean it every day. In five years from now, you'll probably smell it. So if it was the fumes, I don't know what it was. I mean I did everything in my power. That bucket that was upstairs, I used to put soap and water in it and have him clean it up. Clean the floor up, clean your walls, clean up, clean it up, like it's just unbearable. I'm downstairs on the couch, I can't even sleep because the smell is so strong. Yeah, I mean, outrageous. And he getting put in the shower every day, on a regular, you know what I mean? But regardless, it'd be like you never put a drop of water or soap on him. It's very shocking right now, the fact that he did. I mean, it. I never thought that he would end up dead. I figure if he eat his own poop, I go with it. Like, will it hurt you? And they was like, nah, you know, to a certain extent. You, you know what I mean? It, just to see, because I mean, I was to the point where who what am I supposed to do? Call the police and be like, oh, my son is over here eating his shit again today. Did
5: you ever take him to the
1: doctor? Yeah, he's been to the doctor. He
5: has? Yeah. What the doctor?
1: It's been so long, I don't even know. I just know it was probably like when my health insurance ran out. Probably close to three years ago.
4: So the kid
1: hasn't seen a doctor in three years? Yeah, but he been to the uh, hospital and less than that. When so was he at the
5: hospital?
1: Probably like a year ago when he jumped out the window.
5: State Children's?
4: Yeah,
1: he always been very healthy. Okay,
4: what, what, who was his PCP? His primary caregiver?
1: I didn't have no primary. primary. Care not, physician? No, I didn't have one. Where did you take him to the doctor? I only took him to the hospital. And I only took him to the doctor when he needed
2: it. And he ain't, it won't, nothing wrong with
1: him. He's eating his own feces. There's
4: something wrong with
2: him. This is the first real challenge by police. It's very light and non-confrontational. But it lets McLean know that they aren't just going to accept his explanation without issue as much as I'm sure he was hoping they would. I mean,
1: but besides the fact, now I took that into consideration.
2: I, he's been to counseling
1: his whole life see i could tell y'all
4: so where did he go to therapy
1: at he ain't been to therapy in uh in a little while
4: but
1: he, does, he's gone he, he has been i say probably like four years ago
4: so he's been in counseling for four years but
2: he's
1: been in the whole way maybe off and on i probably uh had some online counseling services or online counselors talk to him but uh so
5: where'd they go to school
1: but the thing is the thing is like uh when I did have counselors speak to him, he would play them so slick to the point where it'd be like, you know, he was all good and golden. Like they wouldn't believe the stories that I'm telling. You, know, you know what I mean?
2: McQueen says that his ten year old child, who was supposedly suffering so severely from mental health issues that he ate his own excrement and forced harmful objects into his own body on a daily basis, was slick enough to play every therapist he was seen by, which is absolutely ridiculous.
1: For me to tell somebody that he, he's getting anything like that, I mean, I mean, he didn't have to do it. It's not something that, he, that we forced upon him or anything like that. Like if I would give him ice cream and a couple cigarettes.
2: Here, McLean uses ice cream and cigarettes as examples of things that kids would want and would throw a fit to get.
1: I know. not that I ever gave him, but just speaking in general like uh he would do anything in the world you know what I mean anything in the world that you ask him only when he get his way he was a bully okay.
3: so if you gave him cigarettes he would do stuff sorry not buddy I'm trying to in general. I'm just
1: saying if I would have gave him whatever he asked, there him, we go. he'd give you the perfect angel you know what I mean but let me say no or you got suspended so we can't do this it ain't no punishing him.
5: He got
4: suspended, so
1: where's he going to school? Uh he was going to horseman. He's been homeschooled for the last two years.
4: Who's
1: homeschooling him? Mm I was. Yep. Why'd um, you have to think about that? I was, my lip hurt. I'm just like, mm, you know what I have been up for three days. As I'm telling you, I still haven't took a nap, been to sleep. So I I'm doing my best.
4: And you've been up for three days because he's been walking into walls
1: and falling down uh not three days straight but every now and then i mean he would he would go uh maybe one day yeah pretty much or yelling i'm no, just yelling and screaming that's different than what
4: you told us earlier
1: though no that's what he do every day but what i'm saying is what kept me up was his tone yelling screaming singing dancing boys three in the morning no sleep Mm
4: okay so you homeschool him yes what grade is he in fifth grade okay and what's the stuff he's learning about right now
1: well he was learning but he refused to learn every book that i bought him he pissed on it he shit on it he destroyed it pens became a factor of safety and pencils you know what i mean ain't no winning so you're not homeschooling him
2: mclean who dropped out in eighth grade pulled Dakota out of school in third grade in order to homeschool him. It says he destroyed all his schooling equipment almost immediately, so he just gave up trying. He made no effort to replace the items or re-enroll him in public school.
1: I was doing, I was, I had legal documents stating that he was certified to be homeschooled, okay. but like I said, he destroyed all his equipment, all of it. Yeah. I, as a parent, I can't go out and just be like, I'm getting ready to replace all this
4: so
1: when was the last time he had schooling? Uh, true education, uh, I could say probably like two years ago, before he got pulled out, horseman. Okay. But he didn't learn anything. He will not doing that. And he was threatening the teachers and telling them how he'd teach people a lesson and locking them out the classroom and you know, just getting it in. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was locking the teachers out
4: of the classroom? Yep. Okay. Um, you, earlier you called him a big fella. You think he was a big fella?
1: Do I? Yeah, a little bit. He's kind of tall.
4: Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: So, I wanna talk about today. You said you haven't been to sleep, is that right?
1: I still haven't, no man.
4: Okay, so what happened when he woke up this morning then?
1: He never went to sleep.
4: Okay, so then what happened? What's been going on since 6
5: AM this
2: morning. This is where detectives begin to establish a specific timeline. Given the evidence they already have, police have a vague idea of the time and cause of death as well as the length that the abuse had been occurring beforehand and they want to see if McLean's story matches up. If it does, then they may gain some new information about the case. If it doesn't, which seems much more likely, then every verifiably false thing McLean says will be added to the case against him. So, uh, 6 a.m. this morning, uh, I look at the camera, I see him plunging
1: on his uh, his table, I mean his chair. I don't think nothing about it. I'm just like, you know, he's doing his normal weird thing. So, sometimes I felt like ignorance was uh, the best answer because he was basically just seeking attention any, at any cost. You know what I mean? Any cost. He's been dealing with this since he was younger. He's been in the system since he was two years old. Anytime he didn't have his way, he'd make sure CPS show up at the house. Okay, so
4: keep going with it. And, and he would
1: tell him just anything, you know, the most outlandish thing. My daddy said, kill myself. Or, I'm going to uh this, that, and the third. And then come home and how's was the day? Everything was fine. <laughs> yeah. So at 6 a.m. this morning. 6 a.m. this morning. All right. So I see him doing that. I'm patting on mind. I'm like, you know, he, I didn't think he was hurting himself at all. So I'm like, what is he going to do? You didn't do?
4: think he was hurting himself? Uh,
1: Not at the time. Okay. I'm thinking in my head, like, what, what could he possibly be doing with that? OK. So uh, all right, I'll get up around, uh, say, about 8 o'clock, go get him his breakfast and stuff like that. So I go up there. And he laying on his tarp. And uh, he got it in his butt. I'm like, what the hell do you think he doing? I say, pull it out right now. He wants to get the wrestling and you know what I mean? Either way. I and, don't know
4: what you mean because I don't live in your house. So. Well, he,
1: he want to get wrestling and aggressive. Like he don't want me to take it out of him and he don't want me to have it, period. You know, so uh, I I grab it out, blood squirt. Yup. And it started dripping. So uh, put him in the shower. I mean, I put him in the bathtub and I tried to clean it up and look at it to see if it was uh, worth me taking him to the ER right away. But to the eye, my I'm not a doctor. It didn't look that bad. So I'm just thinking. What did you see? Uh, Just like uh his butt hole with a little blood. Cause you know, I checked it out afterwards. I'm like, whoa, let me see. And she then did. And it was uh just looked a little swollen. Okay. You know, I so didn't you see, see any injuries or anything, not nothing too heavy. I not mean, heavy. I, I seen his butt swollen and his legs and his arms and all that. But I see that every day. Okay. It's not a day where he is not going to, uh, add another one. Okay. And here's the thing as a parent. I'm afraid I was concerned like then if I take him anywhere, they're going to be looking
2: at me like I did this. You know what I mean? The nonchalance with which McLean describes these events is appalling. Even the minimized version he's currently telling would cause most people to be horrified, yet McLean speaks about them on the same level as getting stuck in traffic. This could either be an attempt to convince the detectives that this type of behavior really was normal, or it could just be an unintentional glance into his true attitude towards Dakota's well-being.
1: So at the same time, I'm just trying to, I was just trying to just get him together. where he didn't have any bruises and then i can take him somewhere and see about um possibly more therapy or something like that
4: so you know he needed some sort of treatment
1: i'm starting i it started to hit me at the at the last phases like his last week it started to hit me that uh i mean he started being disobedient to the point where he wouldn't do nothing that he used to do he took a real big turn so uh Yeah, he started being extra disobedient. So I'm just like, I'm gonna back off, you know, let him do his thing. I'll try to keep him healed up and then uh, I'll get him to a treatment. Now that he's 11, maybe there'll be more options, I'm thinking. But uh, like I said, today, uh, he came downstairs and uh, like I said, sharpened him up. He went back upstairs, told him to eat his breakfast. He didn't eat it, he just laid on his bed, and he didn't eat it, so, uh, I'm like, I'll just wait a while, I'm like, eventually he'll get hungry, he'll eat, he always eat, he didn't beg for food, he's never, uh, he want more and more, it depends on what it is, you know what I mean?
2: This is another obvious contradiction to what McLean had said earlier. His story has changed from, Dakota only eats his own filth and takes 20 hours of starvation to eat real food, to he's always hungry. He begs for food. He always wants more. Can I get some more? Can I get some more? Can I get some more? Sure, you can get some more.
4: Is that 20 hours later.
1: Uh huh. Not even 20 hours later. We're okay. talking uh maybe three hours later. Okay. So I'm just sitting there, like you know, I'm gonna check on his body again. Couple hours, you know, gives the time to cool off and uh and check on it. So. When I, I'm sitting on the couch and he like, dad, help.
4: What time was this when you heard him say dad, help?
1: I can't tell you exactly. I ain't had no clock in front of me.
4: Well, approximately. Was it?
1: I ain't been asleep in three days. The time I'm pretty bad off right now when it come down to the time.
4: Okay. So was it?
1: I uh, know it was daylight. long
4: before you called the police or shortly before you
1: called the police? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, once he said dad, help, I called the police five minutes later. Okay. Less than that. Okay. Just so enough to wrench him off. He's yep.
4: upstairs and he says Dad help.
1: Yep.
4: And you come downstairs. you come upstairs. Yep. And what happens when you're upstairs? He's talking to you. He yeah.
1: called for help. Yep. he was talking to me. And then uh he just quit talking to me. And upstairs? He, yep. but he was doing like this. Okay. So I'm like, okay, uh Was he
4: standing?
1: Mm mm. Laying down? Yeah, when I, when I first, when he asked me for help, he stood up like this. He was laying down, mm-hmm. and he pushed up like this, like, bad help. Okay. So I'm like, all right, let me go see what's wrong with him. What did he use to push up
4: with? Uh, his bed. His bed? Yep. Okay.
1: So he pushed up, and he was like, uh, help. So I go up there to help him out, and uh, he got some stuff coming out of his mouth. You know what I mean? On my head, I'm thinking of shit all, automatically. Okay. But because uh, the night before, like I said, I just noticed how big his belly was and I gave him some water so he can throw it up. You know, if he had anything bad in him, a couple cups of water, okay. I gave about six, seven cups, you know, trying to force him to throw it up. Is there anything bad in there? I don't know if he swallowed his fork or what he did. So I'm like, uh,
4: swallowed his fork?
1: Yeah, that he was outrageous. Okay. Or what he would have done. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you have me get you out. You see him one minute. The next minute you see him got a belly way out here. You like...
5: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Sure. So what I do immediately, I try to get him some water to flush it out.
4: and uh, So we're back to where he's calling for help, and he's used his bed to push himself
1: mm-hmm. up. Yep. Okay. And what happens next? So I ran up there and grabbed him, and then I... Uh, Ranks them all. Did
4: he walk down the steps? Did you carry him? Kind of
1: disorder, Kind of he Tell kind me of,
4: how you guys came down the steps.
1: I'm holding them like this. Is he a, in front of you, behind round. you or next to you? Uh, he in front and on the side, like a little bit, cause the stairs is narrow. Okay. okay. So
4: Where are your arms?
1: My arms right here. Mm-hmm. This is where he at right here. I get that
4: better. Are, how are you under him or on top of him? or how Under are you? him. Under him. So you're under his arms?
1: Yep, Trying to hold him up. Okay. Yup.
4: And he's
1: walking slightly, not much. I'm, I'm, I'm basically doing all the work. Are
4: you dragging
1: his feet along, or are you hold, you got him up off the steps? What do you? Yeah, I uh, I drag him a little bit, okay. just to uh, you know what I mean to hurry up because 'cause I'm trying to assess the situation. So. uh he's still talking. No, uh, uh-uh. not not much. So he, I mean, but he's still moving. His eyes is looking at me. He's doing his normal thing. Eyes like, are looking. At
4: mm mm-hmm. okay what's
1: the like, normal thing uh you know just the the freak out that i was telling you about you know the freak show okay you know what i mean but only this only happens when he's got a lot of options did he, he's in clothes, trouble. did
3: he have clothes
1: on did he have clothes on at the time
3: yeah what uh-uh. was he wearing
1: no, no he didn't have no clothes on and the reason i didn't give him no clothes is because if i give him clothes he's gonna spoil them right away we're not talking about a, a a two-year-old or a three-year-old this man is 11. It, well would have been 11 in a couple of days so we talking big shit i mean he can pile up eat as much as he want and save it for about a couple of days and then just explode boom everywhere you just smell it and it, it come dripping down the stairs like
2: butter melting all
4: right um, so you're carrying him down the stairs yeah and then what happened
2: McLean uses every opportunity available to further insist how bad Dakota's behavior was, to the point that police frequently have to stop him and redirect him back to the subject at hand. He may think this is helping his case, but it only makes him look more and more neglectful.
1: Okay, so, uh, uh I was gonna call 911. I started to call him. I so said, let me check him out, make sure he, uh, not fake any.
5: Okay.
1: You know what I mean? because I wasn't sure if he was faking me or not. Cause like said, what were you calling
4: 911 for because you said gone. he was normal.
1: Now, the reason I was going to call 911 is because, uh, you know, he'd been throwing up and, and like I said...
4: When did he start throwing up?
1: When did he throw up? Yeah. When he, remember when I told you he pushed off his bed and I checked on him, I seen him throw up come out of his mouth?
5: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: So So, I just wanted to make sure before I wasted the authorities' time that he was not playing around so i'm like uh you know what is normal baby
5: because
1: okay. usually i could be like you stop right now i mean like right right now right now or uh or really not scare him or i'll just be like maybe i'll take your dinner away tomorrow wouldn't do that but as a dad i gotta uh come up with something okay. to try to make a person think that you serious <laughs> that you're in. Okay. so uh he's like all right so yeah now he's doing this so I'm, and then I realized his eyes didn't look too good. I get on the phone.
4: What did his eyes look like?
1: His eyes looked like uh, it just looked low, and it had a little red right here. It just looked a little low. But I mean, on a on a regular, he squints him like that sometimes too. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure.
4: So, so I think earlier you said, did you get him down the stairs, yeah. and then after he's down the stairs, what happens?
1: Put him in the shower. Okay. Not not the shower, but I lay him in the bathtub.
5: Okay.
1: And like I said, like I said, he's still doing this. I'm mainly trying to get the throw up off of him again. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Alright, it's smelling awful. So I'm trying to get it off of him. And I realized that uh something ain't look right, so I call it nine one one and I uh took him off the bathtub. Mm-hmm. and uh from there I did everything they did said, said to try to save my child. Uh, he did start breathing again. He was looking at me for a second again. When the EMS got there, he told me to leave out and uh, I heard her say that he wasn't breathing again. And a couple of minutes later, I heard him say he got his breath back and then, uh, and that was it.
4: So you got him out of the bath and where did you put him?
1: I laid him on the living room floor behind the couch.
4: Okay, and you're doing what dispatch is telling you? Yeah. Okay. Did you put did, what happened what did he do as he was laying there you're giving him CPR what
1: well, what was he doing mm-hmm. he wasn't doing anything was he breathing barely
4: was anything coming out of his mouth
1: yep air air yep okay he was breathing kind of slow kind of slowly
4: okay nothing else was coming out of his mouth
1: yeah he started throwing up again okay yep so uh, what I did was I tried to lay him on the side to mm-hmm. clear his patches like Okay. Where would they throw it up at? On the floor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in them blankets. Okay. And then that, by that jacket and them blankets where he take that evidence up. Okay. Yes, sir. So
4: did you lay him on a blanket?
1: Uh-uh. He
4: was just laying on the
1: floor? Yeah, yeah. I'm just freaking out at this point. I'm trying to get some clothes on him and, and get him right. You know what I mean? And
4: this is why you're on the phone with dispatch?
1: Yes. Yes.
4: You're trying to get him dressed?
1: Of course. Yeah because so yeah cause uh, he can't go out the house butt ass naked it's wintertime.
5: time
1: okay i mean I, I, in my mind i think i'm doing everything right this doesn't happen every day okay every day. okay so how did the throw
4: up get on the blanket and
1: stuff how did the throw up get on the blanket yeah he might have been close enough to throw up on it i don't know or it might have slid across the floor maybe the blanket you know what i mean i well, you're
4: the one that told me it yeah, was I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm walking
1: okay. back and forth so maybe we scooped it on there somehow or I'm not really sure how it got there, to be honest. How do you
4: know it's there?
1: I kind of see it. I kind of seen it a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm not even 100% sure. Maybe I didn't. I told you it's been three days. Okay. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Okay. But one thing I do know, I I believe I seen throw up uh, on the edge of this white blanket. That's what I'm seeing in my head right now.
2: Okay. Police bring up a specific piece of evidence, a blanket that was found at the scene with vomit on it, both to get McLean's explanation for it on record, and to let him know that they've already processed some evidence from the scene and reached conclusions of their own, and they want to see if his story matches up. Was
4: there throw-up on the floor?
2: Yes, plenty of it, a lot, I mean, it must be. And it
4: was there when the medics got there and stuff? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. And, um, how long did it take the police to get back to the medics got
1: there? The, the police is already there. The
4: police was already there? Yep. Okay,
1: perfect. Um, I tried to cooperate with him and everything. Am I the am I only one being charged here? I don't
4: think anybody's been charged yet.
1: Okay, I'm just asking. Okay. I don't know what's going on. You okay. hear me? Yep.
4: So then the medics take him away and that's the last thing you know?
1: And I'm in jail. I'm sorry? I said, yes, ma'am, then I'm in jail. You've been to jail? This is jail. I mean, right. I was in that back room back there.
4: Right, but you've not been
1: to jail. Mm-mm. Okay. So uh, I'm sitting back there, the whole time I'm I'm just thinking my son gonna be all right because, I mean, they put him in the back of the ambulance.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm thinking he's gonna be all right. And I ain't gonna lie, it's another thing I wanna say. When I went to give him CPR, mm-hmm. and I uh was taking it whatever it was out his mouth, it smelled so rotten, so awful. That's why I'm still kind of curious, like. Did you give him the breath, his, like over his mouth? Were you giving him his breath? His breath? His breath, like
4: when you do CPR, yeah. you're supposed to breathe into their
1: mm-hmm. mouth? Yeah, I did that. Okay. Yeah, I was giving him his breath, and I, I gave him 12 pumps on the chest, and gave him some more. But like I said, I, I had not met when the ambulance got there.
4: So when you, um. You said that you checked his body again after this morning's incident and putting him in the bath, and then you sent him upstairs for a little bit, and then you said that you um, you were gonna wait a little bit and check his body again. Did you ever check his body again?
1: Uh, yes. Yeah. Not, no, I didn't because he asked me for help. I, I had a certain time that I was gonna do it. Like I said, I was trying to settle down a little bit, and you know what I mean?
4: What were you trying to settle down from?
1: It's just stressful every day when you deal with that for eight years when you got a very handsome child that can't go to school, can't no friends, can't do right, you know, just want to embarrass at all points. Okay.
4: Who else was home
1: today when this was all going on? Nobody that I was aware of. Nobody been home big. all day? Mm-mm.
4: The house is pretty big?
1: Yeah. Yeah, nobody that I was aware of was home.
4: Okay. So
1: you didn't see Josiah? Mm-mm. I seen Josiah when he came back with Amanda. Okay.
4: But you Why? didn't see him before he Not left? Not this morning, no. Were you sleeping? Mm-mm. House isn't that big?
1: Nah. Is there. Yeah. No, okay. I nah, wasn't sleeping.
4: Okay. So we know that Josiah of. wasn't upstairs.
1: Right? But, nah. Mm. Okay. He wasn't.
4: Did he have access to the basement? Josiah? Yeah. Uh-uh. Okay. So he would have been on that main floor?
1: Somewhere, yeah. But yeah. he'd be so quiet. He ain't a loud child. Okay. He and Amanda like, wasn't there? Mm-mm, not that I'm aware of. I've been sitting here so long. Me and Jenny never talk. Why I'm not? Like, just, just because. There ain't know Drowning. That's like my girlfriend's sister. So, I try to keep it short. Well, she yeah.
4: lives with you and she helps take care of your children, right? Yeah.
1: Sometimes. Yeah, but still, you she know. She
4: for you guys. Uh,
1: sometimes. Sometimes.
4: Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you don't talk to her.
1: Not much. Mm-mm.
4: So you don't know if she's there or not. You don't know if a man is there or not. You Mm-mm. don't know if Josiah's there or not.
1: No. Nope. All I know is that uh, I I went when he called for help. No, I'm talking about first thing this morning, six o'clock when you told
4: me. I would imagine they
1: probably would have been. But I share a bed with Amanda. Yeah, yeah, But I ain't sleep on it. I didn't go to bed. I haven't been to bed. Okay. So where have you been? Where abouts? Sitting on the couch. Sitting on the couch. Watching them. It's like a 24-hour watch. It only takes them a second. The 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 flip down the stairs over the rail. I mean, not nothing small.
4: So you watched him on the camera. I was, yes. Okay, so how come we couldn't see that view of the camera when we were there?
1: That I don't know.
4: Did you disconnect the camera? Not at all. Not at all. Nah, no. It wasn't unplugged.
1: The man was right there with me the whole time.
4: I mean, we weren't there the whole time.
1: No. I'm I'm uh following uh, oh, you, kid. Did me. you
4: unplug it before you called the police? No no okay. mm-hmm. it's just odd to me that we couldn't see that view that
1: you keep it it works sometimes sometimes it works sometimes it don't
4: it's a 24-hour job though right So, so like i said sometimes
1: it works sometimes it don't i do the best i can i okay. can't keep functioning for 24 hours on the regular. Okay.
4: so and you said you don't ever lock those doors
1: nah not at night only when I'm uh putting a dog up there or I bring one of my outside dogs in or something like that, that's the only time. When Dakota's up there,
4: do you ever lock the door? Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. Um what room where are the attic is, where is where Dakota's room?
1: Well look, it used to be in the back area, the biggest park, the biggest part. Okay. So we jumped off board. So we jumped out the window.
4: So you're talking about upstairs in the attic? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so where's his room at
1: now? It was uh still in the attic, but just the the smaller portion. Okay,
4: um, where? So where is his bed at then,
5: upstairs? His bed? Mm-hmm.
1: Every morning I put it in the, uh I put it in that back area, so he won't uh shit on it, piss on it. Maybe he'll have something clean to lay down in. Okay, so, you, so know,
4: do you lock that area.
1: When she put his bed back
4: there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's where it was today, then. Yeah. Back in that area,
1: locked. Yeah. Because look, that'd just be another thing for him to hurt himself on. Okay. The area ain't that big. He would just go. Like, I'm gonna flip off the bed and and crack my nugget, and then you know I'll be here regardless.
4: Okay. So you so you lock that back area.
1: Yeah. And the attic.
4: So the attic's kind of like split up. You have the area where like the stairs are, mm-hmm. and then you have that like back room where there's like a blanket hanging from the door. Right. And a door and a lock. Right. Right? Okay. And so every to, day you take be this bed one. from the big area into the small area. And yeah. You throw it in there. Yeah. And you lock the door. Oh.
3: Yeah. Okay. So, so it used to be all one. So you put that door and lock in there? Mm hmm. Oh.
1: Because, uh, for his safety, uh, mm-hmm, that's the measures. I had to board up, if you can't look, I boarded up all the windows in the room, just to keep him from jumping out the window.
2: Yeah, This is another explanation by McLean in regards to the modified attic room that he kept Dakota locked in 24-7. He was telling the truth about the lack of furniture, the tarp, the boards over the windows, and the heavily locked door, but he insists it was for protection, not punishment.
4: So when you, when he was calling for help, where was he? In the big area by the stairs? Yep. Okay.
1: And, uh, yep, I heard him say, dead, dead. Straight up there.
4: And he pushed himself up off of his bed? Yep. Okay, all right. Um... And then you helped him down the stairs Mm -hmm. and you put him in the bath Mm -hmm. and you took him out of the bath Mm -hmm. and um did what did you do with the water that was in the bathtub left it in there you left it in there yeah did you leave the cigarette butt in there too possibly okay and then so you laid him on the floor there in the living room behind the couch Mm -hmm. and he's throwing up Mm -hmm. What, what clothes did you put on him
1: uh gray, I mean some uh, tan pants, uh, and a black t-shirt.
4: Okay. And where are his the rest of his
1: clothes? He he and sh- pissed them off. Ripped them off. That's how bad it was. If I send him to school, they called me saying he don't have a hood, his jacket is ripped in half. I got a price tag. I just went out and bought the jacket a day ago.
4: But he hasn't been to school in two years.
1: Right, but I'm talking yeah. about this is his norm, so I mean uh so he had has other clothes. I mean, from his school year, because he obviously hey didn't wear the same thing every day. Okay. So he had other clothes and other clothes and other clothes. But it got to the point where uh, I just, I just let him get his shorts and his t-shirt because uh, he never went nowhere.
4: So when you went upstairs to get him, he was naked. Yeah. So he just sits
1: upstairs naked all
4: day.
1: Sometimes, yeah. Why is that? Because he and shit on himself and it it is give him a rash. Like he had soaked it down so good. I'm not exaggerating you, man. Sometimes I go up there and I think I'm in the Pacific Ocean. How? I don't know. Can one get so much water? I mean, I monitor his water too. I haven't given him uh, more than he can bear or anything like that, you know what I mean? I try to give him enough to stay hydrated. And, uh. Okay.
4: So these
1: injuries that he had, they just appeared or? No, they, he had them over time. I mean, but what was I supposed to do? Uh, Take him to the doctor? But look, here, I always assessed him. always checked him and made sure nothing was broken or too too far bad in my eyes. I mean, because at the same time, you got to understand this. I done had social services at my house maybe 40, 50 times. I done had... Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for me to bring him to the doctor, like, oh, he cracked his nugget again. And social services already told me, the only way they gonna take him is if they charge me with something. Like neglect or, it's not, I can't do this. Can y'all please help me?
5: So
4: your story, I just wanna go back to this too. You said this morning, first thing this morning, I think you said around 6 a.m. on the camera, you noticed he was plunging <coughs> to top, I think was your word? Yeah. So he is, so he is. Um,
1: but I wasn't quite sure because the so, light was off. Okay, so, so
4: like there was like a yellow stool thing. Is that
1: what you're talking about?
4: Mm-hmm. Okay, so he must
1: have snapped it off because last time I checked, it was uh, it was still connected inside of the thing. I'm
4: sorry, it, what? It
1: was still connected inside of the stool. What do you mean? What it means? So- mm-hmm.
4: The wooden piece was...
1: Still connected.
4: Who said anything about the wooden piece not being connected?
1: Who said anything about it not being connected?
4: You you said, you said that he must have snapped it off.
1: Yeah, he did. Had to. I noticed that this morning. morning.
4: And that's what he was plunging? Mm-hmm. Could, can you describe what you mean by plunging to me?
1: All right, so look. He had all right a chair like this. Right. If you take the back off, mm-hmm. that's gonna sit flat on the ground. Okay. And I seen him going like this, you hear me? I wasn't telling if I didn't I wasn't able so to So he's tell. putting the chair like in his
4: yeah. butt.
1: Yeah. That's what you're saying he's doing. Yep, yeah. but here's the thing, I wasn't able to tell if that's what he was doing or if he was just taking another chair. Because every night he would get up, he'd do stuff like this and and just, you know. Slam and scream, ah! You know what I mean. Now I'm like, what the fuck this is going on? You know I gotta work. You only know, do it on the days that I gotta work the most. Where do you work? If ever I did work, whenever I can, whenever I can. I try to go to the temp service, led work, but I can't never work there that often because of the anxiety, the stress. I mean, I'm trying to hold it together.
4: Mm-hmm. But uh. So, so this morning at 6 a.m., you see him, and I'm using your words, plunging on this chair.
1: Not quite sure. i seem seen close to it, and that's what it looked like to me. So you seen like, him do this before? Uh, yeah, but usually with his fingers. And uh, he tried a couple of toys one time. That's all social services. I mean, okay. they like you can't stop him from being gay or, or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
4: So you think he's doing this because he's gay? I'm
2: not sure if he wants to hurt his. I know he likes to hurt himself every day. It's a combination. Mm-hmm. I don't know further solidifying his ignorance and homophobia McLean says he believes dakota may have acted like this because he was gay
4: and so then later on you said something about the tarp being up his butt
2: the tarp
1: being up his butt you said no.
4: that he Uh-oh. pulled it out and he was squirting blood
1: yeah yeah the tarp on the tarp no he pulled the stick out or whatever the stool piece he pulled it out of his ass
4: so you did see it in his ass
1: Yes. The second time. Okay. I came upstairs. Because like I said, the first time I'm just watching him. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm just trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? he mm-hmm. do it for a little bit, and he stopped. It was all good. And then, uh...
4: You didn't go up and check on
1: him that time. mm Because he, he got his stuff together quick. So, uh... uh
4: but at that point you knew you didn't poop because you said he would throw it if he pooped. Not all
1: the time. You don't poop okay. do the same thing every day.
4: But you didn't see poop from the camera?
1: Uh, no, nah, I can't see it on the camera. Okay. No. Okay. So, uh, so I had to go up there and check, of course. Okay, so, but you didn't
4: go up and check the first time. You waited until the second time.
1: Right, yeah, because I didn't want to. If somebody was home, I didn't want to wake the house up or cause more chaos, you know what I mean? Where would my, everybody my, be my, my, dog, my dog get the barking, uh, my girl work. Uh, Jenny go for walks.
4: Where's, what time does your girl work?
1: Evening, morning, it varies sometimes.
4: It varies, it's not every, it's not in the evening only?
1: Uh, lately it's been, but it varies sometimes. so okay. like I said, uh, I didn't want to be a, a, a hassle that early in the morning. Like I said, I haven't been to sleep, so I got to try to stay calm, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. as I can, and uh, deal with the situation again, you know what I mean? So I go up there, I'm like, get that out your ass, you know what I mean? Once mm-hmm. the to wrestle i finally yank it out
4: so you pulled it out of his butt yup so how far in was it
1: i can't say that's the thing i don't know
4: you don't
1: know because I, I ripped it out so quick
4: okay
1: yeah squirting so blood
4: everywhere.
1: not much it was just like a just a little bit a little bit here a little bit there so i'm like all right let's have a look at it you know what i mean and all i see is it was swollen a little bit
4: you didn't see any tears or cuts or Mm-mm. no no okay
1: right. not at the time no ma'am
4: okay so you take it out there from the bath? Yeah. okay is that the same bath water that was in there later or did you change the bath water same same bath
1: water yeah
4: okay so because
1: I usually keep it the same because uh like I said he's we, he's taking several baths a day
4: so you so he's bleeding from his butt Mm-hmm. And you put him in the
2: bath. Yes, ma'am.
4: And it's the same bath water that it
2: was put in... This portion of the interrogation has to be skipped because the audio is corrupted, but I'll give you a quick synopsis of what happens here. McLean states that he only saw minor injuries on Dakota. He again acknowledges that his son is dead, but he says he does not feel responsible specifically saying, I don't think I killed my child. He goes off on another tangent about how poorly behaved and self-injurious Dakota was, then detectives ask about the tarp he had mentioned earlier. He explains that every morning he would remove the bed from the attic room and he would put down a tarp for Dakota to lay on for the rest of the day. They also ask again about the table leg and he repeats the same story said before. They ask how Dakota got downstairs, and he says that he carried him down. And finally, detectives ask where Dakota usually ate, which McLean says in his room or the attic.
4: In the attic. Yeah. Is there a light up there?
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had TVs
1: up there, all oh, that. It was a room, but uh, he he screwed up.
4: But that's not what it is today.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh Today yeah.
4: it's an empty room with a broken stool
1: in a bucket right but it usually be his bedroom like i said we i open it up at night i bring his bed out and bring his tarp out and by
4: his bed you mean like a green lawn chair i had bed. to go
1: with that route because you got to understand as a parent when you got to when you got a 11 year old pissing and shitting on that thing every day what are you supposed to do put a mattress i'm
4: just making sure that that's the bed
1: that you're talking about just yes, the
3: green cotton mm-hmm lawn
1: share
3: with
1: Yeah. And, so the, re- and
3: what
1: the reason the reason I put it in the other room then. You said when? Yeah. This morning. Well a, a little bit yeah, about mid morning. Yeah. Probably after I went and checked on him the uh first time, yeah.
5: So
4: you No got-
1: yeah, second time after I went and checked on him. I'm like, we gotta get this up. And I'm just looking over he's responsive at the time. Like I said, he ain't he responsive. So I'm like, let me just get this out the way so we don't trip or get hurt, and I get him downstairs immediately.
4: So you um, talk about these outbursts that he has all the time, 24-7 it sounds like, right? Keeping you up at night, he's being defiant, he's having these outbursts or this acting out, is that right?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah? Do you have any of that on video that you could show us, what you mean by that?
2: This is the first time detectives ask for any kind of proof of Dakota's behavior. Until now, they let McLean explain himself with minimal interruption, possibly to build rapport. They could also just be trying to get him to give as much detail as possible, so when they lay out the conflicting evidence, it'll be more impactful. Regardless, the attitude shifts from here.
1: Oh, no. Mm-mm. Because it would be so embarrassing for me to be walking around with, with that in my phone, like I my phone to my friends and stuff. Like, what would they think of that? Yeah. <laughs>
4: Okay. Um, earlier you said that you've been telling people about these outbursts. You've been telling all these people about his crazy behavior and all this stuff he's
1: doing.
5: Who
4: have yeah. you been
1: telling? Uh, well, CPS, only the 30, 40 times they came to my house. Okay. but They never found me to be an unfit parent or, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or- Who or,
4: else have you been telling?
1: And the police. The last time I called the police. Mm-hmm. The so dad, those are
4: the only people that you're telling that he's so outlandish be, and crazy?
1: Yup. Okay. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I'm an adopted child. I don't, have any, uh, I don't have any other siblings real close to me that I could be like, you know what I mean? Share that personal level with. I had a couple friends that i tell, like, you know what I mean? But other than that, I mean, cause I even asked a friend like, what well, would we make a child? So you did talk to a friend
4: about this? Yeah. Who's
1: that? What friend did you talk to? My friend
4: John? John what?
1: I don't know his last name. I just know he used to live in Dayton. Uh, probably about three months ago.
4: So he's a personal friend that you can confide to your business about what your kid's doing, but you don't know his last name.
1: Nah, you know how it be. I, we just hang out often.
4: What's his phone number?
1: I don't know it.
4: How do you get in touch with him?
1: I don't talk to him no more. We ain't friends. Three someone.
4: months ago, how did you get in touch with him?
1: Three months ago, I would just go to the, I would just go to the area he hang out in. All right.
4: and his name's just John.
1: Yeah. What's
4: John look like?
1: Uh, light stand, Uh Long braids
4: What's his street name
1: skinny? Skinny black That's
4: a street name or that's a description of him?
1: That's the name skinny black
4: skinny black. All
1: right,
4: mm-hmm. where'd he hang out at?
1: I Don't know where he hang out currently, but I used to just see him at the bus stop by Salem and we'd kick it drink. Which bus stop on Salem? Uh, close to Walgreens, and we just drink beers and stuff.
4: How often do you drink?
1: Uh, every other day.
4: Every other day? What do you drink? What's your drink of choice? Mm,
1: a Coke 45.
4: Okay. How much do you drink?
1: Maybe one or two a day. I mean, one or two every other day. Not that much.
4: Any drugs? mm Marijuana?
1: Yeah, but recreational only and religious. What religion? Rasta. Okay. Um.
2: As detectives begin to challenge McLean, even about simple things like his friend's name or who he discussed Dakota's behavior with, he starts shifting in his chair much more than before, leans back in an attempt to distance himself, and touches his face several times. All of which could be indicators that he is not being truthful, or at the very least, is anxious.
3: There's a tablet in the bathroom. I think it has a code, what's the code to the tablet?
1: The code to the tablet, I don't know, it changed so much. It's not my tablet. Who is it? It's my girl's.
3: Amanda? Yeah. Do you have a phone?
1: Yes, I do.
4: When did you Google about him eating his feces?
1: I can't remember
4: recently?
1: Last couple of weeks? Mm-mm, it's been a good while.
5: Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I tried to check in on it like a long time ago. So when did? When I first he, realized that's what he was doing, but he never did it. He was at one point like he was just spread it around. He would never, you know, eat it like every day. I mean, eat it every day like used mm-hmm.
4: So when did he stop breathing?
1: Uh he stopped breathing after I laid him down and uh he was still moving and talking. A little bit. You know what I mean? Okay. And uh Right, he just said Dad. I'm like, okay, that was it. Are you on the phone
4: with nine one one at this point or no?
1: Mm-hmm. I got on the phone with nine one one after I got him out the bathtub Yeah.
4: Okay, so then when you laid him on the floor, you he was still been on, breathing. Yeah, he was still. Would, when he said "dad," and he's laying on the floor. You would have been on the phone with nine hundred and
1: eleven. Uh, I went up there to see what was wrong with him. This is before I, I don't know what's wrong with him. It's, oh, I thought
4: five seconds ago. I thought you just said you got him out of the bath and you laid him on the floor. I had asked you when he, he stopped he, breathing, and you said that he said "dad," so he was still breathing.
1: No, nah, he won't. Uh, he was still breathing, but he didn't say "dad." Then he was just uh, you know. A little coherent. That's why he was just a little. So why
4: did you start CPR?
1: Why? Because because uh as I'm on the phone with the uh, ambulance, she told me to check for a pulse and it stopped. And that's when I started CPR. Okay.
4: So he stopped breathing while you were on the phone with 911? Yes ma'am. So what did you tell 911 when they originally answered the call?
1: Not, I can't remember. I'm thinking I'm telling him, uh, my son is unresponsive and he's not breathing.
4: But he
1: was breathing and he it was, was, responsive. It was It was off and on. It wasn't enough. You get what I'm saying? Okay. It wasn't enough. I'm still breathing. Did you
4: call 911 immediately
1: or did you wait a little bit? No, nah, immediately. Okay.
4: And nobody was home when you called 911?
1: Mm, not that I'm aware of, no ma'am. Like I said, I've been up for three days. I I mean, I barely made people be in that house around me like this. I don't pay attention to it much. Only concern i would be worried about is if he about to crack his head open uh, again. That's my only concern. Yeah, that is my only concern, I promise you, mama. And look, this is what I was trying to tell you. He, he did his leg like this on the stairs one day. Boom, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Both of them, boom, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I've been checking on him, right? This is over a course, 3A period. And every day I'm checking his wounds, he got them packed with feces. Were they packed with feces today?
4: Today,
1: no. No? Not that I know of, no. Okay. But they were
4: packed with feces yesterday?
1: And the day before that. And the day before that. And the day before that. I mean, wonder why I didn't pick to do
4: that today. We
1: clean it every day. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder too. I don't know what happened. I'm, I'm still shocked. I'm telling you, I don't know. And it was like, uh, he didn't make it. I'm like, wow. Are, are you serious? How? Like, what would kill him? I don't know.
4: So we're here to find out from you. I don't
1: think that, uh, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. What would kill him?
2: I don't know. I really don't. The way McLean talks about Dakota's injuries being regularly packed with feces, only to immediately switch to professing his innocence and claiming he doesn't know what could have killed him is insane, and demonstrates how truly detached he was from his son.
1: And that's what I was trying to tell the officers. Like, I really did not do this. I really did not do At it. Which
3: did you dress him? Did you dress him before or after you called nine one one?
1: I dressed him before.
3: Okay. So you get him out of the bathtub, he's laying in there. Mm-hmm. He's he's not still, right doing much? Yeah, mm-hmm. just little, you know,
1: just little movements and little eye eye movements. So I'm like, put his clothes on, I'm helping him put his clothes on. Put his clothes on. And uh once I laid him back after that again it was it was bad. Uh, all I know is I opened his mouth to give him CPR and I smelled the worst thing ever. And I started gagging, and I trying to clean his face off and get right back to it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, at what
5: point?
4: You go upstairs to get him after he called out to you.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Bring him downstairs, put him in the bath. Mm-hmm. Lay him down on the floor. You get him dressed. Call nine one one. When did you go back upstairs and lock the the back part up?
1: probably oh, I did that before I even brought him down.
4: So after he called out for you, you locked it.
1: Yeah, cause he was still looping. Like I just had to get the the tarp and the bed out of the way. Because I realized that I had to carry him. It was in my way. Okay. And the closet is right there, so I'm just, boom, in the closet. That way I don't have to carry him and trip and fall and he hurt again.
4: I'm, I thought the bed and the tarp was already put
5: away.
1: Sometime I'll put it away. Every, I mean, every morning, every day it gets put away at a certain point.
4: Okay.
1: It was still out at this time. Okay. All right.
4: So before, he calls out for you and you
5: run
4: over there and you throw
1: that stuff in there and lock the door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else that you can think
3: of that would have caused these
1: injuries that killed him? We Scott some skydiving off that banister. I do not sky-diving know. Skydiving off that banister? Pretty much. Okay. What banister? You know how it's a railing right there in that room? I mean, in, in, in the, uh, in his bedroom. You know how there's has a rail
5: mm-hmm. going
1: across? He's climbing and jump. Jump, flip, roll, smack. All the time now. But it wouldn't matter if I had him downstairs, upstairs, or around the corner. He will always find a way. He tried to jump out my car before.
4: So he stopped breathing once you were on the phone with 911,
1: and that's they gave you directions on CPR. Yep, I swept my hands down his throat, try to clear out his airway.
4: Not that really bad smell. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, stay still for a minute. We'll be back. That water's yours.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I truly don't believe them girls did nothing to hurt him.
4: You don't think those
1: girls did anything to hurt him? I would like I would like to think not. I don't think so. I believe my child would have told me. Okay. But me knowing his actions and seeing him every day, I I mean yeah. Okay. All right.
2: detectives leave McLean alone for about 8 minutes, most likely to regroup, process what they've heard so far, and devise a strategy moving forward, although given the nature of what they've heard, I wouldn't blame them if they just needed a break. While they're gone, McLean puts his head in his hands, sighs, and drinks his water. This could be a sliver of remorse for his actions, but it's more likely caused by the stress of the interrogation. He likely knows how ridiculous his story sounds. And is worried the detectives aren't buying it.
3: Okay. Hey, real quick, do you have your phone? Do you know where it is?
1: It might be in my truck.
3: In your truck? Yeah. When did you put it there?
1: I just lose it. I just leave it every day. Or what was it somewhere after that?
3: Well, where did you call 911 from? Oh,
1: my phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I used my phone to call 911. And, uh, where did I have it? I don't know what I did with it. I was running around the house freaking out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. After I got off the phone with him, I knew the officer was going to be there and anything like that. Like I said, I don't know where I set it in the blank of my eye. Did
3: you put it in your truck? <laughs>
1: I don't think so. No, I wouldn't have did that. That don't make no sense. I wouldn't have ran outside and put it in my truck with my child in there. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am.
3: Okay. We were looking at your history. It looks like you had a couple, um... You've got a couple things
1: going on. Oh, the small stuff. Yeah.
2: The small stuff McLean is referring to are some of his previous and ongoing criminal charges which include bail jumping, disorderly conduct, child endangerment, assault, battery, carrying a concealed weapon, and felony strangulation and suffocation. In one case, McLean choked a man unconscious because he thought the man had stolen his phone, only to punch him in the face and steal the man's phone when he regained consciousness. In another case, McLean hit an ex-girlfriend over the head with a pipe and then dragged her by her hair to a car, punched her repeatedly, and drove off with her.
3: Yeah, like the child endangering. What
1: was that? My child was, I I went to my baby mama house. I didn't even have custody of kids. I went to sleep a night at my baby mother house. Our kids was three and four years old. And uh, one of them unlocked the door and went outside. And they was in their diapers playing in the front yard. And that's what it was about. My mom took the kids for a day or two and gave them right back to me.
3: There's one in here too for uh, strangulation.
1: That was on a guy that, uh, that it was, it was an even match. He attacked me and, uh, I defended myself. I'm not a violent person. I just defended myself. And the guy actually came to court and told the truth and spoke on my behalf. Everything else was just driving and nothing.
3: So where is your older child?
1: My son Khalil. Yeah. I think he's staying uh Seattle, Washington. With who? His mom.
3: Okay. What's his mom's name?
1: Uh Paris. Paris? hmm
3: Paris Collins? Yep. Did you ever talk to her?
1: Uh, she had him. She took the photo for me for a little bit. And uh, that was about it. She got him back and uh, that was it.
3: Has he been anywhere like has he been to visit her anytime in the last couple of years Mm-mm. no no has he been anywhere else like outside of dayton
1: Mm-mm.
3: okay
1: well he's been uh, uh i want to say maybe one time or two times after after i left the state he probably stayed at my girlfriend mom's house but uh she watched me for about a day until i sent to back. i about it
3: wisconsin yeah Do
0: you
3: have a medical release? I think so. Can
4: we get one for the
3: children's? Huh? Can we get one for the children's? I don't know if I do or My
1: mother's name is Tamika Nicholas. Your mom? Yeah, because she might want to know about JoJo.
3: Tamika Nichols? Mm-hmm. An answer, really. I do not have that. But why I got you here, would you be willing to consent to DNA, giving us a DNA standard?
2: Since McLean has already admitted to removing the table leg, putting Dakota in the bath, and giving him CPR, it's unlikely that his DNA will make much of a difference in this case. This was likely done to gauge his reaction to being asked, as well as to let them know that they are being very thorough with collecting evidence in this case.
1: What do you want my DNA for? Yes,
3: ma'am.
1: I mean, uh, I I gave y'all legal consent. I've been cooperating the whole time. I mean, I snapped out when they told me my child was dead. I just don't believe it. I feel like they're trying to put that on me.
3: I'm going to have you take those out and just rub them around your cheeks and stick them back in.
1: Just retain it to the crown. Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: So I'm trying to understand um, these marks all over him.
1: Like I say, every day.
3: He can't do that on his back.
1: Every day. Oh, he slams back. He runs. He jumps. And where, however, land, and he lands. I mean it, or you know what he do? Excuse me, if, if you could just pay attention for a second. You know how he got that rail right here by the stairway? Mm-hmm. Boom, that's what he do to boom, hard as he can, just fall out. Why? I don't know why, I never understood it. It's all in that. all because he uh, didn't get his way every time that he wanted it. It didn't take much to make him upset, you know, he was a bully, he was he, he wanted to go back to school, but he didn't understand that he can't go in the classroom and do that and lock the teachers out and, and uh, get suspended all the time. I mean, I was trying to work back then. I had a job paying $18 an hour. I was working good and uh, I lost it because of my child because he kept getting suspended. And he kept getting his uh, job suspended and kicked off the bus and.
3: Yeah. Well, I think you know we've talked to the other people here. Okay. And uh, your story is not consistent with his injuries, as theirs. Okay. I will tell you that. Uh,
1: uh I don't know what to say.
3: Well, yeah. it's your chance. Like, I understand if you were frustrated with him at different points because you hadn't slept or because he would do things that bothered you or disgusted you.
1: there's your
3: chance to say it? Only, but to blame him on him like he's doing it yeah, we know the, that's the, the only case? thing
1: The only thing I probably did, the only thing I probably did is spank his bottom or hold him down to keep him from eating his shit. Everything else. I don't know nothing about.
3: Or put hot sauce on his butt so it'll burn?
1: That, I did. Yeah? Yes, I did. I know you did. Yeah.
3: And why did you do that?
1: Just try to get him to quit cracking on himself. Yeah, my daddy did me like that when I was little. When I used to suck my thumb, he put some hot sauce on. I ain't put it in my mouth no more.
3: So you think putting hot sauce on his butt would make him not poop?
1: maybe it'd burn because here's the thing he would try to sit in it for so long to where it built up and just to short it's again a bruise on a wet body that stays wet consistently all the time I mean they don't come they don't take much like I said maybe I could have put a couple of injuries on him uh trying to keep him from eating his feces at the time but said just you know what I mean go to town on him or, or just or just to beat him randomly not nah, i never had them
3: okay basically this is um medical release just to get his medical history obviously to see about the time he jumped out the window and right. yes. any other history that there is um so i'm just gonna have you sign here Giving us permission to pull
1: that stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm It was so wet that yeah. it much. Signature didn't and then much. print. So I
3: need your signature and then I need you to print and date today's date. Uh. Today's the 13th. 12, 13, 19. Not here. I'm have uh, you do it again. i um, just... I
1: think for maybe two So you telling me they said that I, I beat him to death? Yeah. Is that what they're saying?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's yeah, very inaccurate.
2: There is now no possible doubt about McLean being the prime suspect. In no uncertain terms, Police have just told him they believe he is responsible for Dakota's death. A parent who truly cared for their child would be upset by this idea and would likely get angry, but McLean doesn't even look up from his paper, and all he says is, that's very inaccurate. When
4: you spank him, what do you spank him with? My hand. Your hand? You don't use anything else? Mm-hmm. Just your hand? Yeah.
1: Okay. And, that, and that's uh, rarely that because he was thinking so damn bad that if I touch him, then I'm going to smell for days. Mm-hmm. Nobody in the house wanted to touch him. I mean, Jane was left there with him majority of the time. Mandy was left there with him other times while I'm at work. It needed to be the same way. He had just had bruises, and I ain't never asked because I know they didn't beat him. But at the same time, I know what he do. You know?
3: I thought he took a shower every day. Yeah. So if he walks around naked, how's he stink so bad?
1: You said how? Yeah. You'd be surprised. It's, it's just stuck on him when you do it so long. I mean, so long, man. I mean, I mean, I'll just be sitting on the couch and get the biggest breeze of his urine and his feces and that's it. I mean, I can take him right out the shower and smell him and they still be very, very, very strong. Unbearable.
3: So I mean, obviously he drove you crazy.
1: Mm, I don't know. I want to say that. Well, I mean, I mean, I, he, I was he irritated words. you.
3: He, he I mean, made you angry. He I mean, you sit here and talk about how he stung. Yeah, I ain't slept
1: in days. I ain't slept in days, but I wouldn't say that. Uh, yeah, at times he did drive me crazy. At times, I did not know what I would do, but I would always try to stay level-headed and just see through another day.
3: But I'm sure there's times that you didn't, and we know you didn't. I mean, in all honesty, we we have witnesses obviously that were there when you were doing this stuff to him. Yeah, you know, all these marks that are not self-created. Yeah.
1: Half of them are not. Some of them, like I said, I, I stink him at times. What'd you
3: stank him with?
1: Uh, a spatula.
3: A spatula?
1: Yup. It was flat. Yeah.
3: What is this here?
1: That's a rash. That's from his nastiness. Just the rash. Laying in his piss every day, ate his back up. No, that's
3: mm-hmm. not...
1: That, I don't know what that is. I, I thought it was a rash. I've been seeing it for weeks. I actually thought it was a rash. Maybe I'm you took him to the
5: doctor you would know. What
1: what could I have done to cause that? What causes drag that?
5: Him.
1: Dragged him where?
5: Down
1: the steps. No the ma'am, On no the ma'am. Carpet. No, no, ma'am. We don't have any carpet. I did not drag him. I mean that. We don't have no carpet. I didn't drag the boy.
4: You didn't see the tear in his butt today, in his anal area?
1: They tear? Yeah. I've mm-hmm. the seen the tear. Tear tear it sw swollen, no, but I, I think a cut. Yep.
4: A tear actually. It's tear.
3: possible. Did you have to hold him down in the bathtub? Was he fighting you to get out of the bathtub? Mm-mm.
1: No. Nope. No ma'am. Not at all.
3: So as nasty as he, Jenny spanked him
1: before. Him. Amanda spanked him before. I mean, the same. We all use the same thing. The satchel. It ain't never been nothing heavy. I just pop him on the butt a couple times. Whap, whap, whap. Uh, get right. I mean, because he obviously just keep trying to hurt himself. Get right
4: before what? He started saying- No, no. Right see,
1: look. See, that's the mind games. It's not before what. It's be, get right before you hurt yourself. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, before you endanger yourself. Okay. Like, stop, where your head. I used to always tell him that. Stop, where your head. Just stop. How come I asked you like two or three times what you spanked him with and you told
4: me your hand
1: and then... Yeah, usually it will be my hand, but I have used a special. I want to be honest as possible. I really do.
2: McLean looks away when saying he wants to be as honest as possible, which indicates the opposite the detective is being much more confrontational now, calling him on lies, challenging his explanations with evidence, and even offering her own explanations to see if he'll change his story. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like that drag mark, or that you call it.
3: Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like to me.
1: Don't know what that is, I'm telling you. Never seen it, besides the fact I, when I did see it, I just thought it was a rash.
3: So all these marks are probably Spatula marks? Is that what you're telling me? I mean, yes. that's sensitive. Yes. Yeah? It is. Okay.
1: Is that what killed him?
3: Mm, I would say the Spatula marks did not. Um, but possibly throwing him around or stepping on him or putting your knee on his chest or and, I, you know, and it was only mind. yeah
1: i did this morning but it was only to keep him from uh hurting himself. like he didn't want to come off the the uh thing that was in his butt like he wanted to fight for it i'm like i ripped it out and he was still you know what i mean aggressive i'm like you need to lay down settle down he didn't want to lay down i just had to give him a calm down for a second so what did you do to make him calm down i just laid him down flat and just you know, put my knee on his back. I didn't put a lot of pressure on it. I just held it to where he could, you know what I mean?
4: Make him put his pants
1: behind his back? Yeah, cause just anything to get him to stop. Because I couldn't watch it again. Him eat his shit again.
3: So he's naked. You pulled this thing out of his butt, which probably hurt. I mean, I'm guessing it hurt him.
1: Uh, it must have. I didn't know at the time. I mean, at all. I don't do the butt thing. I don't know nothing about it. What hurt was my pride and my feelings, and the fact that he's up there doing it. He know how embarrassing that is. I'm like, what are you doing? Give me that. Mm." And that's when it squirted out, miss. And that's when I addressed it right away.
2: As McLean now admits to frequently spanking Dakota with a spatula, and to having him on the floor with his knee in his back, he explains how embarrassed he was by his son's behavior and how angry that made him. He's describing these horrible, abusive events that ultimately led to Dakota's death, and all he can think about is himself.
3: So I'm sure you were embarrassed and pissed.
2: Nah. Mm-mm. Nobody was up. Nobody was
1: there. Nobody was around that I knew of. You know? But usually, that's what I'm saying, usually it can be, but nah, I wasn't at the time.
3: So you pulled out of his butt and... He's still fighting you a
1: little bit. You roll him over and you put your knee on his back. Have him put his hands behind his back. Yup. And I probably spanked him with a spatula a
3: couple
1: times. Yes, man. This morning, too? Yes, ma'am. Yup. Right when he uh put up the fight for the uh, stick man in his ass, I did. Yeah. Okay. After I checked on his wound, though, because it was my way of telling him, like, don't do that again. Do not.
3: So you put him in the bathtub you check his butt right
1: Mhm.
3: okay and then you get him out and you whoop him
1: yeah yes ma'am yeah because i didn't want to whoop him right away not knowing what was going on with his butthole you know what i mean
3: and then you so then you have to go back upstairs yeah did you put hot sauce on him today
1: no Mm-mm.
3: so he goes back upstairs and then at some point you had thrown his bed into another room. Or was that later? I now mean, I'm just trying to be accurate on this.
1: Yeah, that that was uh, that was I'm trying to see what X me again.
3: You pull the stick out of his butt. You take him downstairs. You give him a bath, correct?
1: Oh yeah, okay, yeah. And then you you not got the hit bit, him not with the,
3: the spatula. Nah, the
1: bed was still there.
3: Okay, at that point it was still there. Yep. So and then he so you, after you hit him with the spatula, what is what what do you do then? That was
1: it. I walked off.
3: Did he go upstairs by himself or what? He no,
1: do? I, he. I did it when he was laying down in the bed. You know what I mean?
3: So he gets out of the bath and then goes back up there naked. Yep, Back to bed. Yes, ma'am. So he goes up there naked. He didn't eat or anything like that, and then you. Go we fed him, him
1: already. He didn't want to eat his food.
3: Okay. So you go back up there with a the spatula and whip him. Yes, ma'am. And then what do you do?
1: That's it. I go back downstairs and I sit down. And I just watch him to see if he's going to do anything else that can cause more harm in his thinking. And that's what I wait for. And I just sat there and, and I watched him. And that was it. He didn't do anything. After, right there? After that. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And then
3: at some point he calls you up there again?
1: Yes, ma'am. Yep. And that's when I went to go check on him. And that's when, I, that's when he... No, That's when it started not looking good.
3: He didn't look good? Mm-mm. So what, was, what did he look like then? He was laying on his bed? Mm-hmm. What did he look
1: like? And he pushed himself up and he was just like, Dad. He just a little alert, a little loopy. You know what I mean? It was a little bit of both. And I decided to uh, get him downstairs, try to wash that throw up out of him. And uh, that's when he started to go away.
3: And you tied the water in from when he went down there earlier.
1: Mm-hmm. And he was in the water, going like this, and you know what I mean, shaking and jumping. But I didn't, uh, I didn't have to hold him down or dunk him in the water. Yeah. so uh, he was laying on his side, doing this. and then he's just putting on the show again. You know what I mean? He
3: puts on a show
1: like he's having a seizure. Oh yeah, 24/7 like this. Are you
3: sure he's putting on a show? I mean, he yes, has been to, to the hospital.
1: Yes, ma'am. It was not a seizure because look, I could tell him like, stop it right now. And here's the sucker many times. And he would be like, okay, dad. <laughs> Thanks to my sucker. You know, it was it was just a show.
3: Okay, so then he goes, you put him in the bathtub and that's not working or whatever. So you get him out you put him on the floor. Yeah. And then you go and get clothes for
1: him? No, I'm already on the phone with, uh, with 911 because he seemed like he's in and out of it. So, uh, yeah, I'm grabbing his clothes, getting him dressed.
3: And in the meantime, Amanda's freaking out and saying, I got to get out of here. You take care of this. I'm going to the store.
1: Nah, I can't recall her saying that to me. I don't even, like I said, I've been up for three days. I don't even know if she was there or not. I cannot recall her saying
3: Pretty sure you would remember if somebody freaked out because some a kid's not responding.
1: No. Nah, oh, I, that's something
3: that even a little bit of missing sleep probably wouldn't really make Man, yeah, it's been
1: three days since I've been asleep, ma'am, I'm telling. You. And uh I, I can't tell you at this point. I cannot. You want the accurate answers that's yeah, what I'm trying to give you. Accurate. I don't wanna give you nothing, I don't know nothing about, you know what I mean? I have a question though.
3: Um, What's
1: that? What is that happens to my child body?
3: What happened to it?
1: Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do with it?
3: Well, it's going to go to the coroner's office.
1: And they going to cremate him? Mm-hmm. Or who has the, mm-hmm. I have sole custody. So do I have to say so?
3: I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works. I,
1: I don't want him to donate his organs or anything like that. They probably already took them by now. Huh?
3: No, I don't, I don't think so. Why wouldn't you want his organs donated?
1: I just don't believe in that. The black market, where no one can shop on it, but the right people. I just don't believe in that.
4: He's can to have an
3: autopsy done. Yeah, so we can see what's going on.
1: Yeah, to see what caused it, all right? All the
3: his injuries are even time. See if it was because he was drowned, or because he was hit up
1: against the wall? Yeah, when I was pumping oh. him, it did sound like he had <clears throat> water in him, you know what I mean?
2: McLean asks what will be done with Dakota's body, saying he doesn't want his organs to be donated because he's worried they'll end up on the black market. Besides this being insane, he's likely asking because he knows Dakota drowned and wants to know if they're going to be looking at his lungs. When police say they are, He reminds them about the water he had Dakota drink, and claims that he remembers hearing the water in Dakota's body while he was trying to resuscitate him. Something he hasn't mentioned until now. And he woke up, Lupus. So I'm thinking, last night when I gave him all
1: that water to drink to get that poop out of his stomach, he could have had it in his lungs then, and I didn't know it.
4: Or maybe he had a bunch of water in his.
1: I did Something give him a whole bunch of, yes ma'am, I gave him a whole bunch of water because
4: the
1: I, from it. I'm thinking so. Because, mm-hmm. because look, I was trying to um, get the poop out his stomach. I mean that. I swear to God, that, I do believe that's what happened because look, when I'm humping my son's chest, I can feel the water. I can hear the water. You hear me? In his body. And, uh, on the phone, I didn't know. Yeah, he drunk uh, plenty of it,
5: mm-hmm.
1: but at the time, like, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking that he could have died from it, you know what I mean, I would only did it to help him,
5: yeah. because
1: I, he looked bad, his stomach was out there here, I'm like, what in the hell did you been doing, or what you been eating, ain't nothing that good in this world to take you from this to that, and drink the water for me, please, he did, and, uh, wasn't defiant about drinking the water? said so was he defiant? Uh, not really. He was just slamming them down. Okay. And uh yup, he just slamming them down, slamming them down, slamming them down. And he did start to throw up. <coughs> so he threw up
5: yesterday?
1: Last night, but not much.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: This is when I'm uh, giving him the water right. to get him to throw up. Okay. He threw up a little bit. And I've seen it wasn't no poop in it mm-hmm. or I mean, tried to get him to do it again, and uh, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't throw up. Okay.
4: What well,
1: What did his day look like yesterday? What did you guys do yesterday? Start with yesterday morning. Yesterday morning? Mm-hmm. Uh, the same. I mean, I just fed him. Uh you fed him? Yeah. He had breakfast. I'm gonna spend some time with him. and I mean, try to talk to him about his problems and and uh being a better kid and how he can change and he's telling me he loved me so much and you know what I mean, and that he gonna try to do better and you know, and we spent a couple hours together and uh that was it, he had lunch, he had dinner, uh I think did he lay down the whole day, I wanna say. Let me say he probably did. But uh that was pretty much it. I mean sometimes he can't get on and do nothing just later.
4: When did the unsteadiness um, start where he's walking in the walls or stumbling around or whatever you said he yeah, the thing.
1: I damn near fell asleep and uh this shit started about two days ago is when he started this. Not a matter of fact, you know, yeah, I'd say about two days ago we started going. There. And uh. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, uh, thought he was playing around. And, uh, I mean, he didn't look sick. He was just. just like, tell me
4: about two days ago, what that day looked like.
1: Uh, same thing. We usually had the, the norm. Big chit chats and counseling sessions, you want to call it. And, and that's it.
4: Do so you were home with them? For
1: the past three days? I want to say yeah.
4: Okay.
1: And uh mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you drank so much water. I'm pretty sure of that.
3: Okay. Well if he drinks that much water and then he gets in trouble when he pees or poops, no, it's probably
1: simple. not a good thing. I understand that's kind of double jeopardy, mm-hmm. but I never did this before. I never had him like drink all this water, drink all this water, drink all this water until I seen his belly looking like that. I was concerned. like uh, Maybe you ate too much shit or maybe you start starting to show. And he... Uh, yeah, and I just wanted him to throw up. I just wanted to know that it wasn't nothing wrong inside of him at the time. You know what I mean? And uh, that's what he did. He threw up one time, and that was it. Did you ever pour salt in his wounds? Uh. Uh-uh. No, just hot sauce. Yeah. Never salt. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. I pour salt on the floor upstairs sometimes, just to try to get that pissed it, soak up out the cracks and stuff like that, but other than that, no, nah, it wasn't no punishment with the salt and not like that. I mean, he put no salt in his water, and he did not like that.
2: McLean says he never put salt in Dakota's wounds, he only put salt on the floor to soak up the mess. This is him trying to get in front of the results of the autopsy, which will clearly show salt in Dakota's wounds.
1: I said, uh, it really shocked me today. I am mean, so shocked. This is gonna be the rest. i gonna be in prison for the rest of my life because of this right here. Because of my child. Why are you gonna be in prison? I mean, I'm the man. I'm, I'm the only parent. I'm responsible. You know what I mean? And it's just bad. Like I said, I probably did give him too much water, but I never had intentions on, uh, making it cause that. I mean, I was getting fed up as a parent, yeah, but I was not trying to kill my child or hurt my child, molest my child, do anything wrong with my child, but get him to use the bathroom and the and the toilet like a normal 11-year-old child. He just didn't want to do it. He would actually do both, go piss in the toilet and save the big play for upstairs or for uh, when we're watching TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, can I ask y'all a question? Have y'all dealt with this before or something similar? What do you mean? Uh, I don't. I just need some help right now. Like my child is dead, you hear me? Mm-hmm. And and they looking at me like I'm, you know what I mean? That's not good.
5: No, it's
4: not. What, uh, why did you hide the, the stool leg?
1: No, nah, I just took it away from him. I didn't really hide it. Where did you put it? I remember putting it, uh, I don't know where I put it at. To be honest, I probably stuck it behind the dresser just out of sight real quick.
4: Behind the dresser?
1: Yeah, somewhere out of sight.
4: Out of sight of who?
1: Me and him.
4: Why out of your sight?
1: Because it reminded me of where I pulled it out from. That's pretty gross. I didn't want to smell it. I didn't want the baby to get a hold of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
4: I mean, it was
1: definitely out of his sight because he was locked upstairs and not allowed to come out. So that wasn't an issue. It never that He was not allowed to come out. He just didn't want to come out respectful. You can't come out and, and shit on yourself right beside somebody. And not that you don't want, it. I mean that you can't. So he wasn't allowed because he pooped
4: his
1: pants? Nah, it ain't that he wasn't allowed. Sometimes we put a diaper on him and we kicked it. You know what I mean? He actually had diapers and adult diapers and all that. I mean, um, I'm just trying to teach him a lesson, but not in the physical way Is that.
4: You taught him a lesson.
1: Right. It took his life. And I am very sorry. I mean, that. Uh, it, it kills me. You hear me? To know that water did that or, and then my uh, attitude, the way I've been spanking him. I ain't gonna lie, I did get out of control at times, but uh, not that often. And uh, I I thought he would snap back from it. You know what I mean? From his ass whooping. I didn't know that water was gonna do that. I'm believing that's that's when he started acting funny, right? He had too much. I think it's probably
4: the ass whooping,
1: but. You
3: think
1: so? Yeah. It killed him.
3: I admit, there were a lot
1: of things that were going on. Stress. Mm-hmm. I had a question, huh? He's, hey, uh I don't know, man. I'm afraid for my life. Yeah. yeah, I'm hurt that my child is gone. It's unbelievable. Like, I still don't believe right now, he's dead going, not coming back.
4: You're afraid for your life?
1: Yes, I am. Mm
4: -hmm. Your child's dead and you're afraid for your life?
1: I'll be spending the rest of my life in prison. I'm 30 years old. What I'm going to do for the rest of my life, all because I tried to raise my child the right way and he became defiant and we ran into a situation. You know what I mean? I, I, they, people knew what he was doing, yeah. but at the same time, it wasn't for them to do anything about it. It was for me to do something. I feel like uh, I should have really just tried harder on getting him some better counseling. Yeah. But we in Ohio at that, too. That's automatic death penalty, ain't it? It is, ain't it?
3: What are you thinking is death
1: penalty? They just changed the law. they look into
3: that, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. All right, anything else?
1: Yeah. Uh, the, is the girls gonna be all right? I mean, I, can, I really shouldn't be worried about that at this point, but I just don't want them to get in enough type of trouble. You know, they tried to help me so much with uh taking care of them and you know making sure things didn't get out of hand and all that.
4: I can't talk for the girls yet and I don't think any decisions have
1: been made so but I'm just begging y'all please, please 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 take into consideration. I did not get my child out of the foster care. I fought four years for him, just to turn around and do him like this, you know hear I me? Mean?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I said, I moved from North Carolina to Wisconsin, that's over 1800 miles away, just to make sure that, you know what I mean? I could be a part of my son life. I never, ever, ever had intentions on doing this or seeing it going so far. I really just thought he his behind would be all right the next day. and. And, you know, he'll continue with his behaviors. Uh, mm. I did grow a lot angry when I was thinking this, but with that special. I'm getting life from prison. on. You know?
3: We'll see how it goes, man.
1: Strong possibility. It's possible. Please, y'all, please don't do it to me. Just hang on real quick, okay? I'm only 30, please.
2: McLean gives one last half-hearted attempt at sympathy, telling them he's only 30 as they exit the room.
1: All right, man. Go stand up. Put your hands on your back. We're going to take you to the ballot cause you checked out. All right. You tell me want to be in charge? Right now, murder and child endangering. Murder? Yes. What does what does murder mean? Like I, murder um, means you killed your child. I so planned means, it. What's that? That means I planned it or something. No, I didn't say you planned it. What I'm saying is that you murdered your son. Anybody else be in charge? Who decided you? It's in my name. It's in the inside. Want, right? Yeah, I me mean, yes. Do you, do you know I'm huh? sorry. Do you know do you know? Yeah, they're in
2: the other room, will Police come in and cuff McLean, telling him he's being charged with murder and child endangerment. McLean begins to protest, but the officer isn't having any of it. He's then led out of the room and taken to jail. Al Mutahan McLean ultimately pled guilty to the death of 10 year old Dakota Collins in the face of overwhelming evidence. Dakota's autopsy showed long term, significant physical and sexual abuse. Three days after Dakota's death, McLean's house was fully processed, special care given to the windowless, furnitureless attic room that Dakota spent most of his life locked in. Items like the spatula and table leg he used to discipline his children were obtained as well. He was sentenced to 51 years to life, the maximum possible sentence. The judge told him, what you did was pure evil. You deserve no mercy from this court. His girlfriend, Amanda Hines, was sentenced to 22 years in prison for allowing the abuse to occur for so long. And Hines's sister, Jennifer Ebert, was sentenced to 8 years. During and following the case, there was much public outcry about the branch of Children's Services that handled Dakota's case, given that despite McLean's criminal record and many calls and reports, and 17 tips from teachers in the years leading up to Dakota's death, he was still left in the care of McLean. In fact, at the time of his death, there wasn't even an open case for Dakota. As a result, A new bill in honor of Dakota has since been passed by Ohio's House of Representatives holding Children and Family Services legally accountable for collaborating with police in child abuse cases. Thank you for watching my first video. I hope it was informative. This is a case that I've known about for a while, and when I decided to start this channel, I wanted to cover an interrogation that hasn't already been examined multiple times over. If you enjoyed this breakdown, uh, there's actually a good amount of other media available for this case, from the interviews of Hines and Ebert to prison calls between McLean and Hines after their arrests that I'd be more than happy to cover if there's any interest. Uh, Until then, thanks for watching, have a good one.